Hey guys, it's Karen and Misty, and we are Perfume Philosophers. What up? Karen, we're back. Hello. Alright, Karen is a little sick this week. <laughs> Don't mind me. There's a little bit of congestion going on, which really sucks for a podcast perfume. about perfume. It's okay. But here we are, perfume philosophizing. Um, <laughs> what are we doing today, Miss? All right, we're going to talk about celebrity scents, Karen. I'm glad I you asked. Wait, not that you didn't know that was coming, no, but you no don't clue. know crap about the research <laughs> I have done. So we're going to just um, cover a lot of things. Um, okay. What I set out to find out was okay. how involved are they in the production of the mm-hmm. scent? Did not find anything conclusive. For very many things. So Mm -hmm. that will not super be discussed. No, that will not be super discussed today. You know, I love to use the word super where it doesn't actually belong, but (coughs) that's okay. That was like way off. So um, you're just going to have to forgive us. Karen's got a cough. I don't know how to edit them out. So it's. I'm so sorry. You listen to us, you get the wheezy one. I won't always be sick. That's but. true. My my chair squeaks. We've got some. We've got some audio um, obstacles, if you will. Okay. I have some papers that might you may hear shuffling. As we get better at podcasting, we'll try to eliminate the noise. But I have so many notes, and I just wanted to make sure we were able to stay focused and um, bring you some full on content. Um, another thing to look forward to today, we're going to have John come in for our perfume mm. yep. <laughs> roulette segment Woo. as we, we went shopping. He was very excited about this, so we're going to get to that later on in the podcast, so just be looking forward to it. This is going to be great. We're going to talk about celebrity scents, which ones I, that we personally think are good. We're going to do what I call um, smell and speak. No, wait, what did I name it? Smell and tell. So instead of show and tell, we're going to smell and tell you about it. Um, That's just the thing I I made up. And so we have, I had just in my own personal perfume collection quite a bit of celebrity perfume. So, um, but yeah, so we're going to do that. We're going to talk about um, just industry-wise, which celebrity scents do better, um, who's got the most scent out there mm-hmm. just a lot of things to cover um can we take guesses like can i take yeah a guess i can quiz you okay. absolutely cool um i don't know any of this guys so <laughs> yeah i've been like talking to her all week but like hey i'm not gonna tell you a whole lot about it just know that i'm like pumped and then that's, <laughs> that's like 95 percent of our conversations uh-huh. this week and it's not even like we always just talk about perfume we don't but yeah. we're since we've got this going we're like and it's a thing we're both into. It's just, it's coming together nicely. So without further ado, I'm going to start with a quote from an Allure article from Allure.com. Okay. Um, and it's, why do we like celebrity scents? Like, why is it such a big deal? It is a multi-billion dollar industry. Mm-hmm. People buy this crap all the time. I clearly, um, well, we'll talk about me later. But anyway, so I found this in an article that I thought was pretty interesting. So I'm just going to read it. So um, it's longish. Okay. For most of us who don't interact with celebs on the daily, our relationship with celebrity and specific celebrities themselves happen from a distance. We experience, experience them not as people, but as products, ingesting whatever song, photo, or product they choose to release. 
They are not so much revealing themselves to us, but continuing to build the character they are projecting themselves to be. We are falling in love with someone we will never know. In that way, celebrity fragrances are different than scents from the big houses, the Armanis and Chanel's. While brand loyalty is certainly a factor in what helps fragrances from the big guys fly off the shelves every season, not without the help of a celebrity face or the brand and scent, but celeb scents tap into a different part of our psyche. When you spend as many years playing a pop star's record over and over, when they're in your top Instagram searches, a fixture in your daily life, there can be something seductive about being able to own a part of them. Purchasing something tangible with your favorite artist's name on it, their face on the packaging, the design of the bottle so unique to them, it's exciting. You can smell the way they smell. You have so much in common. Mm. Um, so it goes on to talk about how celebrity scents just I guess in the perfume industry actually looked down upon as not being like mm-hmm. the high end luxury sense and we get that but people still spend tons of money on them so I thought that was interesting mm-hmm. and that's kind of a more um, eloquent way to say what I have always said it's like oh this is what Britney Spears smells like <laughs> you know and um, anyway so I, I just thought that was pretty interesting got a lot of information from Allure they, they have a lot of industry knowledge and Harper's Bazaar and weirdly a lot of my sources are from the UK versions of these websites but that's neither here nor there okay so celebrity since when did they start okay the first one that I remember you know is not the one that gets the credit for being first across all of the sources that I, I read up on and I read a lot um they credit Elizabeth Taylor with the fir- being the oh. first scent. In 1991, that is largely the <laughs> the year of the uh-huh. launch that I found. Some, some variations, but anyway. So, early 90s, Elizabeth Taylor launched White Diamonds. So, it was um, marketed as like a high-end um, luxury scent. Mm-hmm. It was sold in department stores. Now, you can buy it at any Walmart, but... 91 it was a big thing and i think people were drawn to it because it was like oh i can be like elizabeth uh-huh, taylor yeah. it's a lifestyle brand you know that they were selling but nobody in any of my research referenced the one that i will forever remember oh. in my entire life as being the first celebrity endorsed perfume 1989 electric youth by debbie gibson <laughs> I actually played Karen a little bit of Debbie Gibson earlier, uh-huh. but um, so yeah, 1989, Debbie Gibson comes out with this perfume. The bottle is awesome. It's like so 1980s. Um, it's like clear and rectangular, and then it had this neon pink swirly deal oh that went around gosh. the little tubey thing. That uh-huh. you know, I should probably learn the names of the bottle parts uh, later. Good. Anyway. And, of course, Erin and I, Erin is my sister, die-hard Debbie Gibson fans because she was the epitome of cool to 6th grade and 4th grade Erin and Misty. <laughs> um, you know, so we you know, we wanted that perfume. Mm-hmm. We smelled it at, I think they smelled it, no, they sold it. <laughs> they sold it at, like, Walgreens, and, you know, so it wasn't super high-end. And... Um, my mom smelled it and she was like, no, that shit stinks. You will not be wearing that. And that was the end of it. No electric oh, use for no. Misty and Aaron. Um, 
instead we did have to get a mom approved perfume which we can we'll talk about in a different podcast but so anytime you went to your friend's house like there were two that i know my friend tara and my friend christy both had a full-size bottle of electric use so you just sprayed that shit on like there wasn't gonna be it tomorrow and then i'd get in the car when my mom picked me up she'd be like "Mm -mm, that shit stinks anyway because it was very apparently fruity and so what i did i went to um fragranatica.com i've been practicing how to say that and i printed out some of the reviews for uh electric use these kind of run the gamut from like experiences to just kind of what people thought about so i just Picked a couple. Okay. So we have, man, even as a teen, I found this candy bomb way too sweet. I was more of a Tiffany fan anyway oh when it came to pop God. music and more rock and roll than anything. I typed this into the search fields on a whim and I was floored to see it is listed. If lavender, baby powder, and Tinkerbell was the scent of childhood, then this takes me back to middle school. Side tied t shirts slap bracelets, and watching Mayim Bialik as Blossom and Saved by the Bell on TV. I think I got this as a Christmas present one year, but I know I wasn't alone. You could smell it in the halls and see it tucked into our low-slung Jansport backpacks. My brother used to steal this and use it as cologne, which just goes to show wear what you like the scent of. And when you're 13, what's not to love about a hot pink squiggle in your perfume bottle? There you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then this is a review from 2015. It's pretty long, but this is, it's uh, pretty good. <laughs> I can't tell if like I did multiple reviews because I just copied and pasted these into something I could read. Um, I think these are two different reviews. But anyway... Love this perfume. I got a bottle when I was 14, and I'm 18 now. So this is 200, 200, 2015, which I thought was interesting. And I'm 18 now. So four years. So that was like... 2011. Yeah. So where is she getting a bottle of electric use? Anyway, I love Debbie Gibson after finding her cassette in my mom's box. I don't know if she means, like, cassette player or, like, tape, like, cassette. Um, you used to put your cassettes in the little... Uh-huh. I don't know. Anyway, so she found a Debbie Gibson tape. So, okay. Um, I heard she had a perfume and had to snag a bottle. I feel it's actually gotten better over the years, and I still continue to use it. It's very light and not very long-lasting. I'll use it for daytime wear because it's not overpowering. It's very enticing but sweet at the same time, and I definitely love smelling my wrists when I have it on. I just thought it was interesting yeah. that it is, it's kind of recent. Okay. I wonder Here's, if we could still find... Oh, yeah. Um, I did some research into that okay. as well. There's a couple of, of things that we can do. So, um, She's like two years younger than me. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So somebody is feeling... Yeah. All right. <clears throat> there was a time... This is, I think, my favorite view of any perfume ever. ever? Okay. Yeah, okay. There was a time, in parentheses, 1990, <laughs> when literally every girl in my elementary school was wearing this, including me. Reminds me of a time long vanished, someplace hovering between late 80s ennui and early 90s high energy. Oh my god. Think mid-career REM meets the Beverly Hills 90210 crowd. (laughs) In other words, a curious and somewhat irritating clash of styles. Not quite childish and not quite mature. 
Really couldn't wear this again, as this fragrance does not represent fond memories for me. Oh, no. I'd forgotten what an odd developmental phase I was in at that age. <laughs> it starts out so, so pleasant. And then it just gets dark real fast. So I don't know what happened to her in 1990, but... Poor thing went through something. Something. But anyway, I, I really like that she used the word ennui. Yeah. <laughs> Talked about 90210. This is like, that was gold golden then it just went so bad yeah it got real weird okay and then so <laughs> another gem here wah ha 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 i had this back in the day somebody gifted it to me in 1991 i believe turns out she only gave it to me because her parents forbid her to spray it oh my LOL. gosh i remember it was loud sweet and kind of sharp in that bargain price teenage 80s perfume sort of way i've Oh, excuse me. The bottle I had, the liquid was a bright, almost neon pink, not yellowish like shown here. Because apparently if you get a hold of a bottle now, it's all turned this ugly, yellowy, amber color. Funny. It really did smell kind of neon, which was all the rage at the time. Neon pink lipstick, neon shoelaces in your L.A. gear brats, and a comically huge neon bow in the frizzy sideways ponytail that just grazed your massive linebacker shoulder pads. We had it going on, baby. (laughs) At any rate, this ended up in the trash not long after I got it. My mom hated it, too, as did seemingly every person over the age of 19. My bottle... With the neon pink slinky inside, got confiscated and thrown away. And I went back to the only perfumes my parents deemed acceptable for me at the time. Love's Baby Soft and Cody Wild Musk. (laughs) So not not well received by the parental crowd. Yeah, Yeah. but teenage and tweenage girls. There is a video I found of a YouTube review. It's these two men... um, I don't know if they're dating or if they just do a, a, a YouTube channel together, but they are very friendly with each other. Uh-huh. Anyway, hilarious. I don't think it's necessarily appropriate to play okay. on the podcast, mm-hmm. but once we get the blog going, I'm definitely going to put a link to it because it is hilarious, and they kind of create a story that makes me cringe a little bit, which is why I didn't want to use the mm. audio, but I did bookmark it, and you can watch at your own discretion in the future if you... Um, Check the link on the blog. Gotcha. Okay. So that was Electric Youth. Um, like I said, never had a bottle. There is a um, website called uh, Surrender to Chance. Mm-hmm. And they um, it's a decanting um, service. So uh-huh. kind of like Scentbird, but not a monthly subscription-based one. You can just buy, like... A one ounce sample size, or oh. a anyway, they claim to have electric youth, so I don't know what they're decanting it from, but it's like three dollars. So I figure, um, in the future, I want to do a whole throwback, yeah, scent thing anyway. So we'll try and get mm-hmm. one later on. It's just I didn't do it for this because I didn't have time and I really wanted to do this podcast. So, all right, so that's the first one I remember. But as it turns out, because there's a whole Wikipedia page with years, the years that these came out, um, and I find it's not a, a fully, like, it's not an all-inclusive list because there's stuff that I know exists that's not on there, but um, for the early stuff. So apparently in 1989, Michael Jackson had some perfumes. Oh. One called Legend, but it has an E at the end, so 
Legenda, le, legend, legend with an E at the end. Okay. okay, and Mystique. So he had two released in 1989. Were they cologne, or were they perfume? Um, I want to say they were cologne. I could be wrong about that, but there was not a whole lot of information gotcha. about them. So, and I didn't dig too deeply. But um, before that, 1987, Cher had a perfume oh. called Cher Uninhibited or Uninhibited. And so I did a little research on that, and I have some of the reviews. Um, what is funny to me is that people love Cher, and it's men, and they're fabulous. And did I not save those? Oh, that seems like a waste. Oh, here it is. Okay. <laughs> so Cher's fragrance line in 1987. I have two reviews. Okay. Or this might be the same one. It's hard to tell. They run together. Okay. Uninhibited. Here we go again with the story. I love the story reviews. I know, I love okay. it. It was 1989 when I went to the mall with a friend and I sprayed this on my shirt. <laughs> I thought it smelled pretty good, but I couldn't afford it. So I just finished up my shopping and went home. When I got home, I changed my clothes and hung the shirt I was wearing back up in my closet because I'd only worn it for my trip to the mall. <laughs> Two days later, I went to my closet and took the shirt down and oh my God. I could still smell it, and it was even better than I'd remember when I first sprayed it. I ended up buying a large bottle, and I loved it so much that I only wore it on special occasions. About a year later, I still had over half the bottle when my ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend broke into my house and stole several things of mine, including this perfume. Almost 30 years later, and I still hate her for it. Oh my <laughs> word! <laughs> That's a great review! I'm telling you, these are like stories, and they start out so like nostalgic and like let's go to the mall and I'm sure that shirt had shoulder pads you know and it's like and then like and then my ex-boyfriend's girlfriend you know whoa whoa she's not even mad that she broke into her house she's just mad that the perfume was gone the perfume because she only wore it on special occasions Uh she had half a bottle's worth of special occasions to get through with no share perfume. Exactly. Because it did get discontinued. It, I guess, wasn't a great seller. But weirdly enough, I saw a website where you could still buy it. I want to say I saw several Amazon listings where... Um, but it was apparently worn by a lot of men in 1987 as well who were diehard share fans. And I their, their reviews were very lengthy, and I think that's why I didn't cut and paste mm-hmm. any of those because they were just... But I think that sums it up pretty well. I do, too. I like the story and the uh-huh. weird drama. It's like Melrose Place, which you don't know anything about. Okay, so 1987. So she was out of the gate before Debbie Gibson and Michael Jackson, but nobody ever talks about that. Everybody wants to talk about 1991, Elizabeth Taylor's White Diamonds. My grandma wore it. Yeah. Your grandma my, probably still yes. wears it. Well, Bonnie in... Uh, uh, Indiana. Well, yeah. My mom's... Uh, one of my mom's really good friends friends wore it and then in when I went to kindergarten I took cursive class at my school and the teacher was also like the piano player for chapel and stuff and she wore it okay and so she'd lean over me to help me do cursive and I it was just right there so every time <laughs> I smell it that's what I think of yep um so yeah it was very popular. I pulled up and looked at the notes. It's still very popular. Yeah. And I learned a new term this week. A new perfume term for everybody. Okay. okay so, 
You know, actually, I'm going to save that. <laughs> I can do better examples when we get to about 2004. Okay. 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 Let's so, get well, yeah, we're still in 1991. So, 1991, White Diamonds. I do have a review for this. Um, okay. <laughs> we have, and I love this because this is just funny. Okay. I wore this when I was 17. Wait, I wore this when I was 17. I don't know why we had an all capital war there. But anyway, I wore this when I was 17. I worked at Macy's, wore my hair in a sleek bun, bodysuit tops, pencil skirts, black tights, and slingback flats. Oh, I thought I was so sophisticated with this fragrance dripping from my 5'9 frame. I still own a bottle of this, but only wear it maybe once a year. If I'm out shopping and I smell it on someone, I smile and think, good for you. (laughs) If you want to feel bold and shock a few people, wear white diamonds. Why not? You'll definitely turn a few heads. Okay, so when I was 17, Macy's wasn't called Macy's. It was called Foley's, and then Uh they merged. And um, Anyway, Stephanie worked at Foley's, but she worked in the women's department. But they had to wear pantyhose. Like, that was a requirement for their uniform. Not uniform, but they had to dress nice. Uh Anyway, so it just made me laugh because I just... I didn't really know anybody like this. I certainly myself was not about the sophisticated life, but I could see a 17-year-old girl thinking she was just so, like, put together Uh and ready to just conquer the world in, you know, 1991. Going to Macy's to work. Yeah. (laughs) So I thought that was a fun little... But I'm not a fan of white diamonds. Um, Oh, I'm not either. To be honest, I probably should have smelled it because it's very easy to get a hold of, but I didn't want to because i know i've never liked it um Mm -hmm. so (laughs) that's why we did smell it sweet so 91 so then okay according to the wikipedia page and there could be more in between i don't i didn't do a lot of digging um because they were either a big deal or they won't weren't so in 1996 we had michael jordan Nobody knew he had cologne, or I didn't. Ooh. But I'm I'm not a sports fan, nor am I from Chicago, so I, I don't know. Nor do I really wear cologne. Well, I know, so, but you still, well, like, ad campaigns were a big deal, mm-hmm. and, you know, I watched a lot of TV in the 80s and 90s, so. But 96, that's a big time for Michael Jordan. That was, like, Space Jam, and, uh-huh. you know, he was just, like, the, he had the shoes, and the, you know, so it, it seems like a perfect fit, but I didn't realize he had a perfume slash cologne line. And then 1997, Antonio Banderas out the gate with a um, cologne line. And weirdly wow. enough, he is on the list of one of the more successful um, perfumers. Really? Yeah, celebrity perfumers. Because um, I, I just felt like that wasn't something a lot of people expected. No. So um, interesting. Yeah. But 97. But, Okay. The perfume that is regarded as, like, the perfume that got everybody into making celebrity perfumes. Do you want to guess? I have no clue. Because, okay. like, perfume, celebrity perfume started for me with Britney Spears. So, okay. like... So, it was Jennifer Lopez. She oh. launched Glow. And um, one of the things she did was appear naked in the ad, in the, the print ads. Oh. Um, you know, because J-Lo's ass was, like, a big thing. Uh-huh. Anyway, this was 2002. She launched launched this perfume. Okay. Uh, it was called Glow. Um, I don't remember liking it. And that was when, you know, it, it's true. It was, like, she was, like... 
there weren't a whole lot out there. Yeah. Everybody knew about Elizabeth Taylor. But, you know, people my age don't regard Elizabeth Taylor as, like, a celebrity. I get that she's way famous and Michael Jackson thought she was the shit. And there's all kinds of stuff. But, you know, that's more my grandma's, like, celebrity. Not pop culture reference for, like, someone my age. Certainly not for someone mm-hmm. your age. But anyway, so J-Lo. And then in 2004, we came out with Britney Spears Curious. And I watched the trailer, not the trailer, the ad for uh-huh. the perfume. And I remember that coming on TV thinking, oh, I got to smell that. <laughs> like, yeah. And I was in my 20s. Yeah. I was, yeah. <laughs> I could have drinks legally. <laughs> um, and Karen was 10. Oh, what year? 2004. I was in fourth grade. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Britney Spears launched Curious. And um, that would kind of help us roll into a... Um, shift here so curious is one of the best-selling celebrity perfumes it's made the most once one of the ones that's made the most money now i don't know if that's because it's been out longer if that Uh factors in but i found a list of some of the more successful um celebrity scents let me just find the oh okay do not look at this paper because i have yet to reveal the secret and i don't want you to so, yeah, Britney Spears launched Curious in 2004. As of this article that I read that was from 2017, 500 million bottles have been sold. Whoa. And you're looking at anywhere from, I mean, you can buy it at Walmart. Like, that's, I have a bottle. This uh-huh. is, that's this. And I bought that for probably like 10 bucks, you know. But the the full size, like the, the one, uh-huh. like 1.7 ounce is probably anywhere from 25 to you know, $60, depending on where you're buying it. Now, I recommend you go to Walmart <laughs> or you go to um, Ross or anywhere like that because I'm all about saving and having tons of perfume. But, you know, I it's, what do you say? I don't know. It's just... Do you um, remember how much the J-Lo perfume was? Was it, like, reasonable? Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. just... I mean, these were launched in, like, department stores. Yeah. Um, so it would be at Macy's that, you know... JC Penny, Pally Royal, those types, you know, not the high end stuff. They're not at Nordstrom or Saks Fifth Avenue, probably. I don't have anything to back that up. Gotcha. Back that up. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, so 500 million bottles. That's Crazy. intense. And then I had some notes that I made here. So um, I found an article from Harper's Bazaar, I think, that linked to this finances online thing and it's from 2014 okay so these are the don't read it and okay. we'll see okay this has i don't know like 10 and it has them linked i mean ranked from best selling from lowest to highest but in the millions here okay we're starting with three million for the first one any guesses who i, I don't have the years written down or anything this is a more recent one it's anyone? Yeah. This is a celebrity fragrance. Mariah Carey. Uh, no. She's actually not on this list. Wow. Okay. I know that surprises me because I, I know I read a lot about her stuff. But anyway, no. $3 million someday by Justin Bieber. Oh. Yeah. So successful for the Biebs. Then right. we have $13.4 million for Antonio Banderas's wow. Antonio. Yeah, not the one that launched in 97, which was called Diavolo or something like that. Um, Then 
Third on the list is Unforgivable by Sean John, which I'm pretty sure that's Puff Daddy, uh-huh. P. Diddy, like Sean that. Puffy Combs. I don't know what he goes <laughs> by these days. Um, $17.2 million. Now, I don't know if this is like to date as of 2014 with that one specific cologne. Has, uh-huh. it, it was unclear. Uh-huh. Or if this is like annual income. But I feel like it's just to that, perf- that one perfume as of 2014. 14. Yeah. So then we have... Um, Harajuku Lovers by Gwen Stefani okay. at 18 million. Jessica Simpson, I didn't write down. Oh, Fancy. Fancy by Jessica Simpson at 18 million. Uh, White Diamonds by Elizabeth Taylor, wow. 61 million. Still. Uh, Rebel Flower or Fleur. Rebel Fleur. Oh, it's a weird word. Uh, by Rihanna, which I have the body spray. Oh, cool. Um, this is a new acquisition. Anyway, I like it. It's um, we'll smell it later. Eighty million, and that was projected as of two thousand and fourteen. So that's a lot. Curious by Britney Spears, a hundred million. Wow. Which I know I already gave that other figure, but yeah, a hundred million dollars. Glow by J Lo, three hundred million. Number one on the list is Heat by Beyonce at four hundred million in two thousand and fourteen. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Like. Whoa. What are they putting in there? Taylor Swift wasn't even on there. I mean, I'm not no, Well, she may not have launched at that oh, time. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Um, but I will tell you, I was curious. I'm like, what do people think of celebrity perfumes? A very interesting fact is that there is a um, scent reviewer from the New York Times. His name is Chandler Burr. Mm-hmm. And he, I guess every year, I actually have this year's rankings saved and we'll do another podcast just about their stuff. It's very interesting. Anyway, but Chandler Burr listed um, Britney Spears' Fantasy, which I have here uh-huh. and am a huge fan of, um, even though it gives Karen a headache. <laughs> um, listed it at four stars out of five. Wow. Which is pretty pretty good for a mid-range, you know, just yeah. every day anyone could buy Can this. Can this one? It may not have been. It may have been actually Midnight Fantasy now that I say that. But, uh, yeah, go ahead. And then, um, I thought that was interesting. So, some more of the big names in fragrances, celebrity fragrances. We have Paris Hilton. Oh, yeah. Um, and she's been in the fragrance business for about 13 years Uh and has made over $2 billion. Oh, my God. $2 billion in just perfumes alone. I actually heard that figure on... There's a Netflix documentary. Oh, yeah. Um, that, you know, totally, like, just made me so angry. But anyway, mm-hmm. she actually came across as just being kind of cool. I, I mean, I'm, I'm no fan of hers, but I, I think she's her. kind of my generation's <laughs> um, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. She actually launched Kim Kardashian's career. Yes. Um, but she um, came out with The Simple Life. I mean, I know that's in your lifetime, but yeah. that's when we were all obsessed with, like, reality TV. Uh-huh. And and I remember watching that thing and, like, I just... A, I can't fathom being that wealthy. And B, I just... I'm like, I just... What is... What is What it? is her life that she's just... I don't know. Maybe just being rich makes you just... I, it's not important. It's neither here nor there. <laughs> anyway, $2 billion on... Um, in the fragrance fragrance business, but I've never smelled any of her perfume. Mm. And if I'm being real honest, and this is rude, and I apologize, Paris Hilton, because I'm I will be corrected here later because I 
know my lists here, but um, I always just assume that her perfume would be what strippers would wear <laughs> and how strippers smell. Yeah. It's rude. It's rude. And I'm going to go out and I'm going to smell every Paris Hilton fragrance I can find just so I can just not be so rude in life because that's my goal in 2014 to be nice. No, not 2019. That was my goal in 2014. <laughs> Sorry, that's where my eye landed on gotcha, the paper. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, 2019, my goal is to just not be that way. I'm just going to let go of some of that harsh judgments and negativity. Wow, we are at 30 minutes. So I know. we got to move this along. Uh-huh. So Harper's Bazaar has a list of the best celebrity scents that they ranked. I don't know if they're ranked in any order. This was in 2017. Okay. Their number one listed what and that was like the first one listed, not like it's like number one. This drum roll oh, number okay. one is it's just first one is Curious by Britney Spears. So mm-hmm. well regarded by Harper's Bazaar, which is like a fashion forward kind of I mean people take it seriously uh-huh. as I understand it uh-huh. I'm not in the fashion world so what the hell do I know but um Stash by Sarah Jessica Parker that is the one that I smelled in Ulta and I was like why would you want to smell like vegetable soup <laughs> like all day like I don't I'm gonna have to revisit that one because I'm just not sure um I'm gonna skip the the next one on the list because it is my all-time favorite celebrity fragrance okay um so number four we have Crush by Rihanna Number five, Fairy Dust by Paris Hilton. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Killer Queen by Katy Perry. Never smelled Katy Perry perfume. Me either. That comes up on a lot of lists, so I feel like maybe it's just, okay. And then it just says Kim Kardashian. It didn't actually have the name of the scent. I don't think it's the one that you got. Um, we'll talk about that one in a minute, too. Anyway, Incredible Things by Taylor Swift. I do not have Incredible Things. I didn't like one <coughs> I didn't like Wonderstruck, which was her first perfume, but Incredible Things apparently is supposed to smell really good. Glow by Jennifer Lopez. White Diamonds by Elizabeth Taylor. Always. On every list. Uh, Jay by Jennifer Aniston. I don't know if I smelled Jay, but I know I smelled a Jennifer Aniston fragrance, and I was like, oh yeah, that's probably what she smells like. (laughs) For no good reason. Uh, Then we have Sophia (coughs) by Sophia Vergara. Then Girl for Girls and Boys by Pharrell Williams. I didn't even know he made perfumes. Then we have Fancy Nights by Jessica Simpson. So those were the ones that I found. Um, I didn't look too far into them because of... <coughs> there was just there were a lot of lists. There's a lot. And I kept reading them, but I felt like the Harper's Bazaar article really um, encompassed like the... If you were going to, like, just tally up all the results and the mean findings would be kind of this list. Yeah. So, that's why I kind of went with that one. Um, so, speaking of <coughs> Jessica Simpson. Okay. Okay. She makes a lot of money on her perfume lines as well. Um, I, <laughs> when I mentioned celebrity perfumes, Karen was very quick to oh, mention yeah. that um, she wanted a Jessica Simpson perfume and so let's just I want you to tell that story okay okay I had to be probably 14 and Jessica Simpson came out with perfume and I really wanted it not knowing that it was edible so it's a perfume that you spray on like your neck let's say 
and your significant other is supposed to be able to lick it off of your neck. Yes. <laughs> Misty just gave me a diagram <laughs> of what out. this is supposed to be like. It's very um, sexual. So I really don't know why my family was like, yes, let's get this for her. But they did. <laughs> okay. So um, I printed this out for you because I didn't know if it was one of okay. these. So I'm going to talk a little bit about it while you kind of It had remember. to have been creamy. Creamy. Okay. So, yes, Jessica Simpson launched a edible fragrance line in, um, let's see, it was called Jessica Simpson... Dessert by Jessica Simpson or something ridiculous <clears throat> like that. It's like where I read it. And I actually came across an article on BuzzFeed that talked about this. It was like Jessica Simpson releases an edible uh, perfume line and it was the best thing about the early 2000s or something. And um, so anyway, apparently first she came out with dessert. Then she came out with dessert treats. Now dessert treats was actually aimed at a younger audience. So maybe that's it. But it was still an edible fragrance line. Yeah. So it's like I, that's still a weird, mm-hmm. you know. And yes, the ads are very sexual. It's very much. I mean, it's literally. It says it's a fragrance. Fragrance. It's a flavor. You wear it, then share it. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. Now I remember well, when she had her her reality show yeah. and she was doing the ad campaign on the thing, and she had to like lick some frosting off of a cupcake. Uh-huh. And I don't remember what happened, but I know this was like the last episode of the show I ever cared to watch. And she ate that. And then by the end of the episode, she was, like, crawling down her hotel hallway because she didn't feel good. And then I was like, okay, this is stupid. She's dramatic. You know, whatever. I'm over this. And then Erin was telling me later. She's like, yeah, she ended up in the hospital. And so I guess she was sick. Whatever. Anyway. Well, so, okay, so I had this perfume. And I went to this uh, place to see a friend to tell her about how I got this perfume. And there was this guy I had a crush on who was significantly older than me. He was like probably, well, I mean, I guess he was like 18. He was in high school and he was with his girlfriend. So I'm telling my friend, I'm like, yeah, this perfume, you like spray it on your neck or on your wrist and they lick it off, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> so like cool with this perfume. And the guy that I like looks at his girlfriend. He's like, you need to get some of that. And I was like, no, I and have it. Why are you it off of me? Even though I know. Way Fourteen-year-old Karen. Like, here's what. Here's something that I found both disgusting and really disgusting. Okay, here, this is this this product was actually targeted to rub into your navel. Like they had a little applicator, as I understand it. <coughs> yes, they had a belly button love potion fragrance. Yeah. So it was meant to put in your navel, and I think belly buttons are disgusting. So it's just, and there's a picture in this ad of Jessica Simpson with this thing in her belly button. If someone wants to lick my belly button, I don't want them in my life. I don't want you to lick my Uh -uh. belly button. Get away from my belly button. So yeah, it was called Belly Button Love Potion Fragrance. And she was actually sued by some lady. And there's an article, a link in the BuzzFeed article to an article on Bustle that gets into the the more legally parts of the lawsuits. Uh There were several. Um, One, the... There was a lady who made some kind of scent called Love Potion or something, and she sued them for using the term Love Potion, which they countersued and said, well, you can't sue us because of uh, two words, because you didn't create those words, and we people have been using Love Potions since, like, you know, way back in the, you know... Witches and all yeah, that. All yeah, all that shit. So, um, anyway, so you can't do that. We're suing you, too. And they, they won. Um, 
Jessica Simpson's camp one, not the love potion lady. They're like, no, you can't say that that's your word. Yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. birds to everybody. Uh-huh. But anyway, um, also I read somewhere and I lost. It was a comment on an article about this stuff, and it was like, um, I remember Ryan Seacrest had a like a show, uh-huh. like a, like a talk show type thing. Uh-huh. I guess I don't remember that, but anyway, and he got like just a bottle of the lotion and just like opened it and squirted it in his mouth and ate like a mouthful of the lotion. Oh my <laughs> and then God. he was like, Yeah, my tongue is numb. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, um anyway, eventually it was discontinued. Um so I don't know. Yeah, mine ended up changing colors because I didn't use it enough because <laughs> well what does a fourteen year old need edible perfume for? <laughs> But, um, yeah, I felt like the bomb. Okay, so, okay, we're going to move on um, to what I gave Karen some scent-related homework. So uh-huh. I told her, I'm like, okay, you have got to find this perfume and get us a sample of it. And she's like, I'm on it, I'm on it. So um, there was an article I came across. And first, actually, I'm going to just play you a video. It's very short. It's just like... A minute long. Um, oh. <laughs> I have what? already ruined my surprise. But I still don't really Today know. Oh my gosh. Yours. Go after what you really want. Oh my god. Dare to take that first step. Oh my god. I wasn't ready. <laughs> oh my god. Your time is a man and new Hugo ice fragrance for men. Oh, so my God! If you are not aware, that was one Mr. Zac Efron, who was chosen by Hugo Boss to be the face of their Hugo Man campaign. And so I just at the time I found a couple of articles about. Um, I'm shook. <laughs> about um, just they interviewed Zach a lot at this time. So uh, the highlights that I saved were um, what's the first scent memory you have? So we have our scent related memory from Zach Efron. Oh my God. The first time I ever discovered cologne was with my mom at the mall. <laughs> there were free samples. So I was stocking up. Basically, I put on way too many of them one day and went to school. I think they sent me out of class and made me take a shower because I smelled so bad. Laughs. <laughs> oh my God. I got made fun of for a while for that. <laughs> oh god alright and then so um, somebody asked him what is your favorite smell that's not a fragrance Oh. Um, and he said I love the smell of vetiver I love the smell of anise oh and freshly baked cookies so I'm thinking you and I are going to have <laughs> a scent experiment experiment <laughs> No, that's not going to catch on. Anyway, an experiment where we're going to order some fragrance oils from different um, candle companies. We're going to combine them, and we're going to make the Zac, Zac Efron candle. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but um, I did not copy it down. I don't know where it went, but he said that his. I mean, it's really easy to say this when you're also like the face of the campaign. But he said that his signature scent was Hugo Boss, or, or Hugo Man by Hugo Boss. And so I wrote that down somewhere. But um, I got to smell it again. I know. We're going to need to just My really My whole life has that. changed. Oh, and then he said, um, so Hugo Man, I guess, was a scent that existed. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about it. But 
Um, and they also introduced Hugo Iced. And somebody asked him, well, okay, who would wear, which of your characters would wear this? And he said, the guy, or Hugo Iced specifically, and we didn't get that one, so I don't know what it smells like, but the guy in Charlie St. Cloud. The one Zac Efron movie I cannot make myself watch. <laughs> and he said, um, me in that awkward moment. Okay. So, and then uh, in 17 again as well. So okay. those were his characters he felt would wear Hugo Iced. So if we're ever out and we smell that, we'll we'll report back. <laughs> oh my God, could you just imagine? Could you just yes. imagine? And I do, and I will continue. Me too. <laughs> Changed. So, yeah, was this not, like, this was worth, like... Definitely sending you out to do. Okay, so on that note, we don't have a lot of time to go over these, and I printed out a whole list of its fragrances actually worn by celebrities. So this is a definitive list of what celebrities actually smell like, and we'll just have to get into this another time because I want to bring John in so we can do our very, very quickly do our (laughs) celebrity. Uh um, I can read a little bit of it. Roulette. Well, okay, it could be its whole own thing. Yeah. Yeah, true. And um, so I want to start a new um, segment that we do every week. So I, I talked talk to you a little bit about this. So uh-huh. if you want to talk about a candle, I thought Karen's Candles or oh, yeah. Karen's Consideration. Uh-huh. Those are the two I came up with. Um, title may change. <laughs> and then mine is going to be Misty Mentions uh-huh. for now. Anyway, so Misty Mentions... Um, I've already forgotten. Oh, my favorite celebrity perfume, we'll, we'll do this for Misty Mentions, is Lady Gaga Fame. I love it. It's warm. Wow. I have this bottle. People thought it was cool because it's actually a black liquid, and um, it's very inexpensive. It's like $20. It lasts a long time. It's warm and a little fruity, and I love it, and you should check it out. Misty Mentions. Let me see. Lady Gaga Fame. You probably will hate it, Karen, because it is a warm scent. <laughs> well, you know, also can't really smell, but okay. And then, real quickly, okay. we're gonna do a quick perfume roulette. I did oh, purchase yay. a brand new, completely unsmelled Britney Spears perfume. I bought it. I read a little bit about it. I did remove the cellophane so it wouldn't be loud on mic here. Um, and it has actually is her first unisex perfume, so it's oh, for for men okay, and Brittany. women. Yeah, do it, Britney. It's your prerogative. So it's called prerogative. <laughs> And I did know, not know that's how you spell prerogative until I bought the perfume, because surely they spelled it right. Anyway, so let's see. It's a cool bottle. It's, it's black. Um, it's like a black circle. And then the middle is clear. And the top is pink. And, and it says prerogative. And the little spray nozzle is kind of off-centered, so it's uh-huh. kind of fun. And Oh, I'm not mad at it. I'm not either. It smells pretty good. It's got like a cotton candy base like mm-hmm. a lot of hers do. So yeah. it's got a sweetness to it, but it's got a dark undertone, so it's kind of nice. Oh, like, I like it. Yeah. No, I'd wear this for sure. It's nice. It's not strong. It's not overpowering. It's oh. strong enough. only did one spritz on the weird part of my arm because I actually sprayed Rihanna's Rebel Fleur on earlier. Excuse my pronunciation. So, um, that smells good. I, I smelled it a long time ago, and I just kept meaning Ooh. to buy it, and I could never find it. So, while I was out spending my Christmas gift card that I got that was to Walmart, where I bought this, and I went ahead and picked that up, because it was only like eight bucks. So, with that, I'm going to pause us, and I'm going to step out and get John. Okay. okay. 
All right. Okay, so we have John here with us now. And tell us a little bit about your cologne. All right. Well, this is uh, apparently, <clears throat> excuse me, whatever it takes, with artwork donated by Kanye West, uh, which I can't show you, but it's like, just describe that love, because I don't even um, know. It looks like... It kind of reminds me of whichever one is the cat on the itchy and scratchy from the the Simpsons, only in stick figure form, with some sort of like bandage it's wrapped around. I the think face. that's meant to be sunglasses. Oh, it sunglasses. looks like he tried to I, I feel like, you. put a bandage. Didn't they have like a bear in the that 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 don't kill me can only make me stronger in this oh. like music video? He, I know on one of his early um, <clears throat> early album covers was. Uh, uh, him in a bear kind of costumey like, kind of thing. Okay. <clears throat> but bigger than that artwork is a giant picture of Kanye looking pissed. Yeah, so it just could be mugging a the camera. <laughs> um, and then uh, when we purchased this, I noticed something kind of comical on the box. So there's this lengthy, all over the box, artwork donated by Kanye West. The little piece of art is signed, Kanye West. On the back, Print Kanye West on the side. Print Kanye or Kanye West. Leaders by yet. This pro product reproduces the original artwork donated to 21st century leaders by Kanye West. So <laughs> thanks, Kanye. That's uh, that's really nice of you to uh, to donate this uh, artwork. So. And you'll be happy to know not tested on animals. So Whatever it takes. We can feel good about that. Hopefully it's not lethal. So it's that's the thing. Out. It's it's not even... It's celebrity endorsed, but only sort of. Like yeah. He, he, had, he donated art. Yeah, he donated and his a mugshot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm surprised he didn't find another uh, picture, but that's the one he went with. And... Um, yeah. So, all right, we're going to smell it. Presumably now. that was intentional. Uh, <laughs> the bottle also has the art on it. It's worth noticing here. Um, other than that, it kind of looks more like a perfume bottle to me, honestly, because of the lid. I don't yeah. know, the, the gold lid. Uh, but, so yeah. So. Kind of a QB gold lid yeah. with, like, facets, if you will. So do we have something stuff. I can... Are these empties? Uh, these are empties, okay. yes. It's the so. dropout there. It's Kanye ah. West's mascot. Gotcha. Oh, okay. So he drew his mascot, <laughs> the dropout gotcha. bear. Did you spray this just in the air. I guess? Okay, so that's his. He he did not do a very good job drawing it. <laughs> All right, scent is live. <laughs> well, it's not offensive. I wouldn't really call it good it's fairly light it is fairly light it you is. should spray it on your skin <laughs> oh crap <laughs> wreck and shop it's what i do <laughs> yeah it's not bad it's not bad no it's uh it's like i said it's light which is good because like i don't know it's probably just in my head, but it's like there's certain scents you want for during the day versus at night, and mm -hmm. it's very much daytime, like schlubbing around the house, still on a pair of shorts, out and about, kind of. It's very specific. That's how I <laughs> check that out, love. Oh yeah, no, it smells. It's still it's 
kind of perfumey. Like it really it's is. Still, like I could. I, I don't know. It does have like that. Check this out, Karen. Cologne. Do you have a scent of smell beyond your congestion? I don't know if you'll. Oh, it smells nice. Yeah. It's not bad, but yeah, you could probably give that to whoever. You know, whoever. <laughs> so, if anybody is interested in a bottle of whatever it takes, yeah. featuring artwork by Kanye West, uh, let See, us know. Um, I think it's perfume. That's that would make a lot more sense. I don't think so. Uh,. Because it, it was in with the men's stuff, but I'm guessing that may have just been because of the art. Because that does not... Uh, it does say Eau de Toilette, but is yeah, that... That's ah, what I'm looking up right here. But I don't, think, I don't think that... I think that has to do with the concentration uh, levels okay. of Maybe the so. scent versus alcohol content or whatever. I still... I maintain up, this seems very up. much more like a... Uh, it's... I think it's meant for men. Um, I'll do more research. Either way. We'll get back to everybody. It is... But, it um, is Copyright 2017. Not really my jam, as it were. <laughs> so, all right. Would not purchase again, but we not spent... Not for me. Maybe for um, you. Maybe, maybe <laughs> so. It was $9.99. We got it at Burlington Coat Factory. I don't hate it. They didn't even have to put it in one of the lockable um, <laughs> boxes. Yeah. The, the theft, nobody theft nobody boxes. is selling, stel, uh, trying to steal, steal. this um, whatever it takes. With Kanye West, interesting, yeah. interesting indeed. Okay, well, thanks for joining us, John. Yes, thank you. No problem. John will Always be back again because be I already have a few things lined up for him. So, all right, round of applause for John. Thank you. So that was John, everybody. Yay, John. Um, yes. Okay. And listen, I like it. I mean, yeah, this room does not smell altogether unpleasant. It is no. Zach Efron's signature scent because that is it is good that is Hugo man if you get a chance anyone to smell <laughs> it definitely I have often wondered what Zach Efron smelled like oh, and too. sometimes I try to think of what I think he would smell like like I come up with the scent you know I thought yeah this is the one but that's that's pretty good Hugo boss well done okay so let me go over a couple of things one um I don't know that we're going to do much more smell and telling because Karen's illness slash asthma just is not going to let her do that without getting her worked up. So we have about seven minutes. So I thought, what a fun time to tell you. Like, you didn't know these celebrities had colognes. Let me find that list. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, okay. So some of the, um, I may play a video because where did they go? I wrote them on something, but whatever, this will work here. Okay. So. Are they on the back of that? No, that's a different thing. Okay. Regardless, I have them <clears throat> written down here. That's weird because I never wrote it down. Oh, funny, funny story. One time, um, I love things that smell good, so I bought John. I like to buy John Cologne. Um, so I was at Target one time, and there was a line of David Beckham fragrances, and I was like, okay. <laughs> David Beckham is hot. Mm-hmm. Hot. I always thought he was hot. I would watch soccer if, you know, like, I didn't find out way too late in the game. That's something I could have done. Anyway, <coughs> so David Beckham's hot, so he has colognes. Beckham's real hot. So I smelled them, right? And there's one called, let's not talk about what it's called. I thought it was actually called Essence. 
or David Beckham's essence, and I was like, oh yeah, John's getting David Beckham's essence. Because, listen. (laughs) (laughs) So I made lots of jokes about wearing David Beckham's essence. And the more you say David Beckham, the more weird it starts Uh to come out. So Uh anyway, um, I did buy him that cologne. It did smell very good. It's kind of a, it's what you would expect from a fragrance you buy at Target, because it didn't last long. Mm. It's kind of a weaker cologne i thought but anyway it's actually called the essence by david beckham missed opportunity because I'm, I'm trying to buy some of david beckham's essence <laughs> my they just really let that one go there's my list okay celebrities you probably didn't know had fragrances reese witherspoon oh it's called in bloom and it's produced exclusively by avon so another reason you probably didn't know about it i don't know no offense to avon ladies out there um rob lowe he has a cologne called 18 amber wood i believe he has more out than that but that's the first one for sure it's a recent thing and they sell it at nordstrom so it is a higher end thing i thought that was interesting um and there is a very entertaining article in gq GQ uh-huh. um, that I'm going to reference in another podcast, but uh, I can link also in the blog because it's it's just an interview with Rob Lowe and it's pretty funny. A lot of scent related things. Uh-huh. Um, Kate Walsh, do you know who that is? I've heard the name. She was on um, Grey's Anatomy and then she split off into her own show, oh, Private Practice. Okay, with the red hair. Uh huh. Okay, she has her own. Um, scent line it's called boyfriend mm-hmm. it's for women so i don't know but <laughs> that's a thing then you can't give addison i think that was her name it's been a long time <laughs> since i watched that show her own scent line without patrick dempsey mcdreamy <laughs> getting one also so he had patrick dempsey unscripted huh. exclusively from avon is it cologne it is cologne yes um akon but <laughs> Akon had a fragrance called, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> Convict, and the bottle looks like handcuffs. There's um, there's an iteration for women as well. So there's, oh, that reminds me, the term that I learned is flanker. But we'll have to talk about that <coughs> another time. But what is that? Okay, so you have fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. So then she comes out with midnight fantasy. So it's like. Still yeah. fantasy, but it's it's its own scent. So it's called a flanker. Kind of like dream. I mean, the, yes. Daisy. And then, and then Daisy, Daisy dream. dream. Yes, yeah, Daisy love. love. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm sorry. That was a side thing. Uh, Danielle Steele has a perfume called Danielle. She has written about 5,000 million gazillion romance novels. Oh, okay. Um, their airport reads. She's kind of the Stephen King, but just of the romance genre. Okay. Interesting. Yes. Okay. And then uh, Bruce Willis. Oh. LR for men. It's called Bruce Willis. It's by LR. It's for men. I don't know what LR is. And then here's one that I don't care what it smells like. Gets two thumbs down from this Democrat. Oh, no. Donald Trump (gasps) for men. No way. He also has one called Success and one called Empire. And I wrote Barf beside them. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't imagine Donald Trump smells very good, no. so I don't want to smell his cologne. What perfume did I have that you made fun of me for having? Oh, the celebrity endorsed uh-huh. perfume that you had. You bought Violet Eyes 
by Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm like, oh. how more grandma can you get than Elizabeth Taylor? I did not know I did that. Yes, you did. It was a cheap bottle. It was maybe seven or eight bucks. And so you wanted to buy it because you liked how it smelled. And I thought it was gross. But, you know. It sounds about right. It does. Um, so, Karen, what would you like to do for your Karen's consideration slash candle or whatever? Well... I was kind of thinking about this, and I had a favorite candle at Bath and Body Works that they discontinued, and I'm so upset about it. You know how sometimes Bath and Body Works will, like, discontinue and then bring it back? No, no, not for Karen. It was the Apple Blossom candle from Bath and Body Works. So that's Karen's consideration for today. I'm going to leave you with one last person who you didn't know how to... Of perfume line, I actually read his book, uh, one of his books. Oh, and it's Alan Cumming. Oh, I have not. I think he's an interesting person. His book, he's just got like a great sense of humor. I don't think he takes life too seriously, and he's been very successful. And I would have paid really good money to see him perform in cabaret. No. So anyway, he came out with his own perfume, and he thought it would be great to call it Cumming. Oh, he has no. another one called Second Coming. Oh, is, no. But he called it Coming. Coming is sexy, smoky, manly. You can lay it anywhere. Oh, it's sexy. Well, it changes all the time. I think sexy is just being comfortable with yourself. Shame's not sexy. Shame should not exist. People are always going to try and change and make you conform. You are the most interesting thing about yourself. I think it's fun to know what's important. Who loves you? What you love? Who you love? I'm not going to change for anyone. Because at the end of the day, it's your essence that matters. I'm coming. (laughs) He did that absolutely on purpose. Yes, he did. He said so in his book. So with that, Alan Cumming... (laughs) We're going to wrap this up. That was so. good. We'll have another one again. Yeah. We, so many. We barely scratched the surface on Celebrity Sense, and we are totally out of time. But uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah. We are once again the Perfume Philosophers. You let us know if you smell any perfumes by uh, famous people that you just love. Or if you're interested in whatever it takes, because we will send that to you. Yeah. So just let us know. Thanks so much. Have a great smelling week. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll think of a better sign-off later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.